Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, here for another DevOps chat. Happy to be joined today by Steve Boone. Steve is the product owner and development manager for IBM Urban Code Deploy, one of the leading uh, CICD solutions in, in the market. Steve, welcome to uh, DevOps Chat. How are you? Doing great, Alan. Thank you so much for having me today. Great. Steve, wanted to talk a, well about a couple of things today, but let's let's focus in first on, um, you know, I, I, I'm just back from another major conference, and once again, i not amazed, because by this point it's expected, but Still, you know, going strong, the biggest thing we get or the biggest feedback that I hear from organizations looking to do DevOps transformations is, hey, this all sounds great, you know, sounds really good, but how do we know, you know, first of all, how do we get started with our DevOps transformation? And then once we're doing it, how do we know it's working, right? How do we how do we measure the ROI, or even if we can't get to a real ROI, how do we measure progress? What does success look like? And I would imagine, you know, the guys at Urban Code, the team at Urban Code has been dealing with this for some time. What 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 do you tell people? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. And it's, you know, I think it's a little different for everyone. And when we look, start looking at measuring success and first defining out, you know, where do we start? A lot of times we'll work with customers to identify, well, you know, what are your problematic areas? There's there's a lot of aspects to DevOps. It's not all CICD. There could be aspects of agile planning. There could be release management. There's a number of different um, things that come into play. So we usually sit down and try to focus on, you know, where do you think your bottlenecks exist today and then start to address those. Uh, but when we want to measure, and, you know, you're right, the allure of DevOps comes with all of this, ROI promise, right? Well, if we do these things and we change our people and our process and our tools, um, we're going to be better off for it. The business is going to be better off for it. So how do we how do we then make sure that's actually happening, right? That the time and energy that I'm putting into changing my processes are actually showing me that ROI. So what we've seen a lot of uh, a shift in the industry towards is really starting to gather the different sets of metrics that are coming from really the end-to-end products that we're dealing with in DevOps, whether it's your build tools, your testing tools, to understand uh, what I'll call our you know key key metrics. So, you know, if in fact we're capable of speeding up our delivery through our pipeline, we should be getting to market faster, right? So we look at statistics like cycle time. How long does it take for a, a application or a release of application? to go from dev to prod. And then we look at that data over time, is it in fact improving? And if not, we want to identify other bottlenecks that are kind of holding that progress up. So if I look at uh, a set of components that make up an application, and I see that the majority of those components have a really good cycle time, uh, you know, we're only as fast as our weakest link. So if, if the database component, for example, is routinely slower to get through QA than the rest of the components, that's going to slow down our time to market and therefore going to slow down our release. Um, and in the, you know, the, the, the beauty is in turning on the flashlight, so to speak, so that you can see that data and actually do something with it. Um, a lot of times we look at it and say, well, we know we have automation and therefore we, we know we're going faster. But 
that just might mean we're going to QA faster or we're going to dev faster. You know, we want to make sure that we're actually getting that ROI. So if we can set baselines with teams and say, hey, you know, prior to doing this automation, it took you um, four months to get from dev to production out the door, right? This past release cycle, we did it in three and a half months. Great. What is that time savings? What does that time savings mean in cost? Um, and, and we're starting to see a big trend within the industry of many different companies starting to put together products to start to track these. Um, and so I think it's a whole new, uh, you know, area for us to focus on. And, and hopefully what we're trying to show customers is that, look, not only are the changes in people and process that you're making working, but the tooling's working. And, hey, here are some areas where you can improve those processes. Yeah. And, and so, Steve... You know, obviously, I want to. You said a mouthful there, but let me let me focus in on one thing you said earlier <laughs> on that I want to reemphasize to our audience, and that is, you know, DevOps is so much more than CI/C and CD, right? There's config management, there's APM, there's a lot that goes into this umbrella term that we call DevOps thing. It seems to be growing every day. That being said, though, you know, I once heard someone describe DevOps is the symptom and CD is the cure. Um, so, you know, I don't want to minimize the importance of, of CICD, but, you know, automation, there, there's so much that goes into this equation or this, you know, term of what that we call DevOps. And, and I think that's, you know, it's, Steve, it's almost like it's its greatest asset, but it's also its greatest liability. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there absolutely is. I think that a lot of times we we definitely see when people are talking DevOps, their their focus seems to seems to tend to be on CI/CD, and I think that's because you know out of the gate, especially if you're just starting off, it's kind of your biggest bang of, for your buck, right? You can you can get a lot of fast return on investment just by improving your processes and automating them and making them consistent. Uh, as we see teams mature and, and as they transition uh, into a more uh, enterprise-wide DevOps solution, when we start to see, well, where, where are the real boundaries in my organization, right? Is it, we see a, a, you know, a growing trend where, you know, app dev teams are focusing on automation, but there's a whole different silo and in infrastructure. You know, so an app dev team wants to request an environment to do some testing in. Um, they have automation, and the tools that they have for automation could easily provision that environment. But the business dictates that that's the infrastructure's job, and they have a completely different set of tools that they use for that. Right, and so now we get into this challenge of of really continuing and try to break down these barriers and make sure that the vast different set of tools that are out there. Um, can work together and that there's clear-cut guidelines on that. So, yeah, I think it is it, it is a blessing and a curse, right? Because when we start thinking about DevOps, everybody wants that, you know, we're, we're a culture of, you know, having that instant gratification. So it's nice that we can get that with deployment automation and build automation and test automation. But we need to be looking ahead to the future, which is going to be, hey, I you know, I want to provision these things on demand and make these environments available to my teams. Um, and today we use Amazon for that. What happens if six months from now we need to change and we need to support Azure or Google or Software or Bluemix, right? There's, we need, you know, portability. We need full stack uh, 
provisioning and config management on that. Uh, and that's, I think that's something that a lot of times people just starting out, you know, they don't look too far ahead. And my suggestion to folks is, hey, it's okay to take that first step. You shouldn't be cautious about the first step. But keep in mind where you want to be two years from now, three years from now, five years from now. What's your DevOps end goal? Yeah. You know what? That So, Steve, I think that might be the first question we need to, especially for consultants out there who may be listening to this. You know, whether you work for an IBM or a small consultancy, I think that has to be the first question. You know, people come and say, I want to do DevOps. You got to ask them, what's the end goal here? What What's the end game? What, why? And, and, and that's, that's a huge piece of it. Steve, if, if you, if I can, I'd like to turn to uh, a, a little bit more about urban code and um, you know, urban code is kind of a unique animal, if you will, in that, you know, it, it, it was one of the earliest, earliest kind of startups playing in, in the CICD space. Right. And so it had that whole startup, culture, if you will, the startup thing going on. And then, of course, you know, acquired by IBM and really become a linchpin of, you know, IBM's DevOps. And not only DevOps, but, you know, with IBM, as you know, DevOps is tied into cloud and hybrid and Bluemix and Software and all the things you mentioned. You know, it's it's such a critical piece of that puzzle. What What is happening lately with uh, with Urban Code? I I, I saw Gartner gave you guys some accolades recently. Uh, Gartner gave us some accolades. We scored very well as well on the uh, Forrester wave that just came Forrester, out. Uh, yes. We were uh, named as a, a leader in the yep in, in the Forrester wave. Uh, so that was exciting. Um, it was a great score for us. Um, we're about as uh, you know far right in that quadrant as you can be. Um, and there's a lot of really good things coming out. I think the reason we scored so well is if they're looking at the strategy within Urban Code and seeing that. You know, we, as you mentioned, this isn't our first trip around the block. We've been helping customers do this for over 10 years. Um, and for us, you know, we, we work with companies that are small startups to everything that are, you know, enterprise um, financial institutions and healthcare and, and, and government agencies. So there are, at any given time, different, uh, I'll say, business focuses that are in a different spot of transition. So I can go to an enterprise and talk. 30 different groups and organizations in that enterprise. They're all at a different maturity. They're all at a different level and area of that DevOps transformation. Um, but what we're able to do is we, we have a solution that can help everybody regardless of where they're at. And as they mature together over time, ultimately help them reach uh, the goal where the, where the company wants them to be. Um, you know, some of the new things that we're focusing on, um, you know, last year, part of our vision, we had, um, announced at Interconnect, um, our DevOps Insights product, as well as our continuous release product uh, that are focused on helping uh, customers, one, transition into DevOps, do a lot of that uh, deeper reporting and ROI analysis on where they are in their transformation, uh, but as well as help companies manage um, to the cloud and for the cloud. What I mean by that is, you know, today we talk about cloud like this, are, but for large enterprises, um, it's still very much a challenge. You know, it's hard for a team to just go request access and say, hey, I want to push my data up to the private cloud. There's still a lot of, or even public cloud, whatever that might be, there's still a lot of hurdles to that. And so what we're trying to do is as teams embrace this, 
and they've got deployments going on-prem and off-prem. How do we organize that? How do we have visibility and traceability and understand as you're taking large applications and breaking them down, let's say, into microservices? You know, some of those applications are easy to, to re-architect, some are not. And, and sometimes you'll, you're left with applications where you've only got maybe three quarters of that application re-architected, or you've got databases that are always going to be on-prem, or you're using mainframe services. And that's really where the Urban Code products excel, is allowing you to really deploy anything anywhere, but also have a cohesive look at what are the interrelated dependencies of those parts. If something on my backend mainframe changes, how is that affecting the things that I've deployed into my mobile app? Um, and if something needs to fall out of this release, you know, what's the impact to that? How is that going to affect business? Um, and I think those are some of the main things that, that uh, main reasons why we scored well within uh, the Forrester wave um, and why they've marked our strategy so high. Uh, absolutely. You know, Steve, we're, we're coming up on the end of our allotted time, unfortunately. But I, I wanted to um, mention one thing, and if we can talk about it. And that is that you 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 spoke about Interconnect, which has you know been the big IBM DevOps related show, as well as other technologies for the last couple of years. This year, IBM is kind of consolidating a lot of the shows they do into a pretty big mega event called Think 2018, and of course that is uh, going to be once again at the Mandalay Bay in Vegas, and it's happening March 19th to the 22nd. Uh, I believe the call for speakers has just opened, and uh, there's, we'll, I'll put some links in the show notes so that people can, if they want to speak or if they want to um, uh, attend the event, would be great. Um, but in any event, if, what, what's happening? What's, what's Urban Code's plans around uh, Think 2018? Yeah, thanks. You know, I, I hope folks do and are able to register and come out. It's going to be a fantastic show, and, and it is very much a mega show for us. Um, so we've taken, I believe there's 11 different um, topics um, that you really, you know, or, or I'll call them focal point, or even you think of it as investments within IBM, everything from cloud to Watson to mobile to security, Internet of Things. There's a number of different topics going on at this. Uh, Urban Code will be under the cloud um, focus, and we'll, we'll underneath that cloud topic, there is a section specifically for DevOps. So if that's what you're interested in, come out and check us out. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be talking about um, our, rate, our, our latest release uh, that we'll have done at that time, and we've got a lot of really cool features that we're uh, actually in development and testing right now that we plan to announce um, at, the, at the Think Conference. Uh, so we'll be demoing those, um, and we'll, have, as always, have a bunch of um, – uh, Urban Code customers there, sharing their ideas, sharing their experiences, um, and really helping educate, you know, how they've transformed their business. And I think what a lot of folks uh, will, will find appealing is that, you know, it's never a one-tool solution, right? And it's one thing I always encourage folks is when you're trying to be in a DevOps transformation, a single product, a single methodology, it's not going to do it. You really need to embrace uh, the various tools that are in the market. You need to embrace existing tools that are already in your company. And, and these are going to be working uh, examples and explanations of how some of the top companies in the world are doing just that uh, using urban code and using a variety of other tools. That we support. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. All right, Steve, we, we are we're actually way over time. I apologize, but I think we got some good information here that we people will be interested in. I want to thank you for being our guest this week on uh, DevOps Chat and invite you back soon. And uh, we want to hear more about Think 2018 as we get closer as well. But uh, good luck with Urban Code, Steve, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Hey, Alan, thank you as always. Appreciate you having me today. All right. Steve Boone, product manager, Urban Code Deploy, or product owner, excuse me, Urban Code Deploy. Um, thanks for being our guest on this DevOps chat. This is Alan Schimmel, and we hope to see you soon on another DevOps chat. <laughs>